I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. We were, uh, you know, we, we all made a good attempt to go back to the to the gym and to kind of go fit. Everything's opening up again. And for the last, you know, last while, I may have been using several excuses that, you know, can't go to the gym because of X, Y, and Z. And we're very good at making excuses, talking ourselves out of doing things. But this next guest who is joining us on the show will, uh, you know... Reinforce the idea that there's no point in ever using excuses to holding yourself back from anything. He is an, uh, just an unbelievable person, an unbelievable athlete who has done... I, I can't even describe what he's done and how unbelievable uh, it is in his life. He joins us now. Uh, he's an athlete. He's a wrestler from Ohio. Uh, Zion Clark, sir, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. And we obviously came across your story and we're like, wow, this is this is just amazingly insane at the best of times. And we were just like, we, we had to get you on and chat to you. But for someone who might be listening right now who's unfamiliar with your situation, um, would you mind describing the condition you were born with and, and how that left you physically? Uh, so I was born with a condition called chronal regression syndrome. A uh, very rare condition. I think it's like one out of every like 100,000 kids are born with it each year. It's very, like, I don't, I'm not one person uh, my entire life that has it. And mm. it can be a variable of different things so that the defects that it causes you to have, in my case, I was born without legs. And you managed to create a job or a career for yourself that you probably thought you'd never be able to do. At the position I'm at right now, I, you know, the way I grew up, I grew up very, I grew up very rough, very, uh, that's not the greatest, you know. Mm. Um, I've almost died a few times. I've had struggles. And I was able, I was given that final chance to have a good family. And I took it and, you know, I took off from there. I finally had that family stability. And, you know, in high school, I ended up being a two-time state champ and then a national champ and took second at the World trials you know raced against team canada for track beat team canada and you know doing a whole bunch of stuff and obviously wrestling too because i'm i've been wrestling for 14 years now i've been doing it a long time i beat some of the best guys in our country some of the best guys around the world and it's what i love to do and it's not it's something i never thought i would be i would do not that i would do because i've been doing it for a while but nothing I thought I'd do at this level and I'm still getting better I'm not even I haven't even scratched the surface yet and were you told ever at any stage that you won't be able to pr- pursue wrestling or athletics uh, when I was really young yeah because I had to wear the super big brace like, I wore the brace for a few years and then I got into wrestling and you know I was a pretty strong kid like I wasn't the biggest I was probably one of the smallest but my strength was, has always definitely been there probably like a genetic thing but you know I always had that that strong back since since that surgery 
bruises. And I just started training. And walking on my hands made it easier, I guess, to strengthen my back and my core. And, you know, it, it worked out. So, I mean, it was, there's a reason I was meant to be here, a reason I was meant to be on the mat, the reason I'm able to dominate almost every person that steps in front of me every time. You know, and people telling me I shouldn't, the doctors telling me I shouldn't, people telling me I, they don't think I can do it. I never really cared. I kind of went in one ear and went out the other. And <laughs> I just <laughs> did what I wanted to do. Well, I imagine it was probably difficult in in school as a teenager because, you know, kids at the best of time can be horrifically horrible. Was it, was it challenging, uh, you know, people coming to maybe accept you or train with you or wrestle with you? Uh, no, in the wrestling world, they really, I think I had a lot of respect uh, going up. You know, I wasn't the best wrestler in high school. I sucked. Freshman year, I lost every single match. Sophomore <laughs> year, I lost every single match. Junior year, I lost every match but one. And then senior year, you know, that summer between senior year, junior and senior year, I just trained every day, seven days a week, maybe two or three times a day for three months straight. And then, you know, high, senior year high school came around and I just, you know, went undefeated for like the first 17 matches of that season. And, you know, I ended up with a 33 and 15 record and then got to Kent State, became an All-American, beat up more people, placed at an even higher level. Now I'm trying to make a high level after that, which is the Olympic team. So let's, I'm, I'm ready. I've been training. I'm actually on my way to train again. My body hurts, but what I do. Incredible. And is do you find it's obviously more challenging for you to, to do certain things that maybe other guys might be able to benefit from when it comes to training? Sometimes, yeah. But here's the thing. I am... I adapt and I overcome. So you have to be able to do that in the sport of wrestling, whether you're disabled or not, because you never know what that guy in front of you is going to do. Unless you wrestled them before, but even then you still don't know. So I do things differently, but I train them to a point. Like I'll, I'll hit the same moves a thousand to two thousand times, just so like when I go actually do it in a match, I might hit it one time, but that one time the guy has nothing he can do to stop me. And, you know, that's how we train. There's no difference between what I can do and what I can't do in the wrestling room. I'm a very good wrestler. The guys respect that. I respect them because they're at the same level or they're almost at the same level or they're at a higher level than I, you know? and what it is. And Zion, just to clarify in case someone maybe isn't 100% clear on this, you're training with, like you're not training on a, let's say, Paralympic wrestling team. You're training with the able-bodied, full you know, wrestlers, for want of a better word. You're not... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm wrestling with full able-bodied people. You know, some of these guys I'm training with, they're also wrestlers, like my uh, boy, Joey Joey Davis. His cage name is Joey Black Eyes Davis. But he wrestled at Notre Dame College. Not the big one, but there's one in mm. Cleveland, Ohio, which is a big wrestling powerhouse. He's in there. Where I'm, where I'm out in California, but when he was in Ohio, he went and won, like, four national titles, you know, 133 wins, zero losses through his whole college career. People like that, I'm in there with the room every day. Like him, AJ McKee, who's one of the top-ranked Bellator fighters on the planet. He's in this fight. He's going to get a title fight. Undefeated. Everybody's undefeated in that room for the most part. <laughs> you know, these guys that I train with, they don't like to lose. I don't yeah, like to I can lose. imagine. So... But where are you getting you know. this mental strength from? I guess I've, I've always had, like, a good mental mental state. You know, from what I've seen, which is, which we wouldn't think would be a lot since I'm only 22, but I've seen a lot in my life. From what I've seen, you would think, you would think that my mental state would be deteriorating. I have all these problems, and, which I do. Like, everybody has their own problems. Everybody has their thing. But I'm pretty chilled out for the most part. I know what I got to do. I know what I like to do. I like to beat up people and I like to race people. <laughs> 
like to keep very late, and I'm good at it. So why not get up and work hard at it every day? Uh, you, you, I imagine you've come across people in your life. We all have. Like I'd be put my hand up and say sometimes, like I went to the gym today. Now I didn't go yesterday. Didn't drag my my lazy ass out of the bed yesterday because I was just like ah. Whatever, but what would you say to people who maybe are masters at making excuses and coming up with reasons as to one why they shouldn't bother, or two they may not believe it's actually possible in any way, shape, or form? I'm uh, telling them to go look themselves in the mirror and ask themselves if that's how they want to be for the rest of their life, or they want to boss up and be a boss and go work for what they want. It don't matter what it is, whether it's working out or just going to your job or just going out. A lot of people put too much pressure on themselves when it comes to working out or just going to do everyday things because they think it's too much for them or they don't think they can do it. Dude, I, I literally wrestle with people. Tw- I, like, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in the lightweight weight, weight class, but I wrestle with people three times my size. You know, I, I can make an excuse like, why can't I wrestle the guys that are the same weight as me? Or I can wrestle the guy, I'm a, I'm a 105 pounds. Wrestle the guy that's in the 125 weight, weight class or wrestle which is easier, or wrestle, you know, the guy that's at 170 pounds that's just as big as me up top and that's just as fast and just as strong. Yeah, I'm going to wrestle with that guy because he's going to make me work harder. It's something I want. And, you know, these people, when they're down on themselves and they are making excuses, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand. I understand that you might not think you can do it, but I don't understand the actual excuse part. Like, you can go ahead and tell somebody you don't think you can do something, but either way, whether you think you can or you can't, you should try it. Someone else maybe that might have been in your position might have said to themselves, I could never be a wrestler. I could never fight against anyone, you know, stronger than me or bigger than me. But now you've just proven them wrong. Yeah, you know, I, I want to be that example. Going in that room every day, these, like I said, some of the baddest dudes on the planet. Just regrind it out. And we will do that every day. Sorry, if you just tuned in, by the way, we're chatting to uh, Zion Clark, who was bought with a, a rare disease, uh, caudal regression syndrome, which left him, um, his spine didn't develop and didn't develop uh, legs. Zion, where do you see yourself in like five to ten years? Like, what are some of the goals you'd like to be doing in the future? Multiple time Olympic champ. If God blesses me with the financial stability, hopefully, like, you know, make a couple million. I hope I have, like, a couple more documentaries because I already have another one on Netflix and I can't say anything, but, and I can't even tell you what company, but something's coming and hopefully it just explodes again. And, you know, I. What I just I hope to see myself as a good man, and if I have a family, I want to be looked at as a good father because I know I will be a good father. I grew up without one. I grew up without a mother and father until I got adopted at 17. So I know what it's like not to have parents. So like I want to be known as a good father, a good parent, because I'm going to give the kids what I didn't have. But at the same time, I I just want to be known as a good man. I want to be known as one of the goats. You know, people are already calling me one of the greatest of all time because I'm doing stuff that most people can't do on the high level at a, at an extremely young age for these sports. And you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be dubbed a master. I'm gonna be dubbed one of the dang- most dangerous guys on the planet. I'm already dubbed a dangerous guy. You know, that's what I want. I want I want that respect where, like, they have respect. People like me, but they also know I ain't one to mess with. But at the same time, they can come up to me and I'll talk to them respect. But if you want to grind it out, we can grind it out. You know, that's how I am. So what what is your um, daily and weekly schedule like? Like, how often are you training? Every single day, except uh, I have to train four days a week, except for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because the way that you... You guys should see how hard we're training there. We really bang out. Like, my face is all bruised and my lips cut. And 
top of my lips cut, my eyes bruised on my other side a little bit. And we beat ourselves up. So, you know, we train every morning. And sometimes we train at the, in the morning and at night, Monday through Thursday. And then give ourselves three days to rest. And then we're right back at it again. Sometimes we even might go in on a Thursday, on a Friday and Saturday because we want to get extra work in and we only get the one day rest. Since I'm one of the I'm one of the fastest guys in uh, America, I'm the number two fastest hundred meter sprinter in our country. Hopefully, I make the team this next year. But uh, you know, when it comes to that, I put in like 15 to 20 miles every time I hit the track. And I'm a sprinter, but you know, I've got to build up my stamina. So I got to do what I got to do. What do you do in your spare time when you're not training and you're not wrestling? Uh, you know, well, I might go do, like, a photo shoot or, you know, I'm like a quote-unquote celebrity or whatever you call it, so I got things always happening. And, you know, I might do a photo shoot. I might hang out with, like, a cute girl or something <laughs> or uh, just hang out with my boys. I mean, you're living the life. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely living the life. Oh, listen, Zion Clark, we appreciate you uh, chatting to us this evening here on uh, FM 104. Again, no excuses now for myself or yourself, Sisha. Uh, nope. Straight back into the gym now tomorrow. Uh, but if people want to connect with you online, Zion, and see, just can't you know, follow more what you're doing, kind of find you online, where's the best place they can go? So either look me up on Facebook, type in Zion Clark. I have my regular page, but then I also have my business page where I post all my motivational and inspiring things and the other ones are extended. But then I have my Instagram, which is the big one, big thing. Big underscore Z underscore 2020, or you just type in my name, I'll pop up with a little blue check mark, and you know, you'll see. Brilliant. I uh, also do check out the Zion um, Body of Strength feature on Netflix if you haven't checked that out already. But listen, Zion Clark, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you here on FM 104. Yes, sir. You guys have a good day. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. And now, wherever you get your podcasts from, um, before we move on to that, there's a list of things that people just don't have the time for, at least tell themselves they don't have the time for. Have you seen a few of these pictures that have been floating around? We've got a few of them sent in here as well of uh, receipts from people who have been at the pub and have ordered a staggering amount of food and beverages. I have seen this and the price is crazy. A few, a few people were saying like, oh, the price is, the price is mad. Crazy. But I suppose if there's a, a table of five or six years, there isn't going to be... Some of them aren't that many. Like one of the first ones that came out was like 190 quid for a round of food and a, 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 you know a few Guinness or whatever. But it doesn't say how many people were at it. Like if that's one person on their own, you need to get yourself to a hospital fairly quickly. But you if do. it was four or five, five people, it's like 40 quid each with food. Although I think there was only one like curry. <laughs> so I mean, I, I look. They have to make money somewhere, don't they? Uh, yeah, this next one has taken has t- taken the lead. I think for for the biggest. The biggest bar tab that I've seen over the last couple of days. It was from Monday night as well. It was from the Black Lion pub in Inchicore and somebody sent it in. The total bill came to €465.70. Now, does it give a breakdown of what was on the bill? Uh, it like does, How many yeah. drinks, etc.? So there was seven chicken wings Okay. ordered. Not seven, obviously seven portions of chicken wings ordered. There was three battered cods. There was a couple of extras. There was six extras, so I imagine that was chips and the like. And there yeah. was one uh, sweet potato chickpea thing. Uh, and then there was 66 Guinness and six pints of Heineken. See, there you go. I mean, 66 <laughs> Guinnesses. Before you said that, I thought, this is outrageous money. But 66 Guinnesses? Come on, lads. Always drink responsibly. Yeah, that is Visit not responsible. Yeah, well, again, I don't know how many people were at that, right? So, it, but there can only if, be how many people at a table. 
Oh, let's try and work this out. There was 10 people, 11 people at that table. So it was six Guinness each. Oh, sorry, it was six pints of Heineken as well. So it might have been seven Guinness <laughs> each. <sighs> okay. That's not responsible drinking. <laughs> and they should be charged for that. Uh, I, yeah, I can no, imagine. That, that is a big bill, but it's not when you think of the amount of pints they had. Like so, It's more for, hey, look, we were trapped for so long inside we lost our minds just trying to support local Irish and local Dublin businesses that's all it yes. is maybe they didn't even drink all yeah, of those Guinness they just bought them do you know what they probably did they maybe bought them all and gave one to lots of people that they met there you go they were just buying drinks for people left right they all got real happy they hadn't seen everyone went, buy that table a drink buy that guy a drink yeah so yeah <laughs> So it just even just from the food you can there was there was eleven eleven people there and seventy two pints drank. So what's that? That's, Let's do the math. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, six six points something each. Uh, but he says hey, yeah. and in one hundred and five minutes. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> See, that's the thing I was thinking of. I was going now they only Holy would have had a certain amount of minutes. Uh, so that's a lot had, to get in. Jesus, that well. is a lot. Yeah. So that is six pints each. Uh, 105 divided by 6. What's a pint every base every 17 and a half minutes? Every every yeah. 20 minutes? Is that right? Yeah, pint every 20 yeah. minutes. They're, I mean, they're definitely sw- swallowing them, yeah. I'm, I'm sure people, I wouldn't know them. I'm sure people have done that before. Irresponsibly, of course. Oh, God. Mad. Always drink responsibly, by the way. Again, yeah. certain people yeah. do that on a night out with no food. They do, yeah. Um, but maybe they don't do it that quickly. I had a friend actually tell me a story recently that um, he do, it's not that he was drinking too many pints, but he might have had a few more than usual, and mm-hmm. he keeps peeing, peeing the bed. Oh, no. Yeah, he's just going in the bed and doesn't realise. We've all been there, Saoirse. No, you haven't. Please tell me you haven't. Uh, I've done it once in my adult oh. life. After a yeah, night out, and the reason with someone in the bed with you, no, okay, thank god. I know I was on my own, living down at Lone, and it was the first time we went out to a bar. And it was a bar that had a lot of craft beers, and I'd never drank craft beers before, so it was like absolute rocket fuel. So I just, I just wasn't used to it anyway. My excuse was I went home and um. I just decided responsibly that I'd leave all of my clothes on when I would go to bed because <clears throat> I hadn't got the dexterity to take my clothes off. So I lay down on the bed and whatever way I was twisted funny, I'm, I'm blaming it on my belt, right? Because I was still wearing my belt and I was kind of digging into me. So I think that cut off the sensation or, or whatever from like my bladder to my brain. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, well, this is mortifying. <laughs> Were you, uh, okay, so you weren't living at home? No, no, I was living down at Lone. I was renting it down in at Lone. Now, that did you need to buy one of those over. kids? Um, oh, yeah, you would have had to throw the mattress over. You didn't buy one of those kids, uh, you know, piss proof things that you put on, covers that you put on the bed. <laughs> they make loads no, of noise, no. crackly. I remember oh, seeing it with yeah, my friends, yeah, yeah. and I was like, what is this? It's a, it's a piss It's like a kind of half plastic thing. kind of sheet covering, a protective cover. Yeah. I got myself some huggies as well and just wore them on nights out. I'm like, good to go. Don't even have to leave. Uh, this is amazing. And it's all because you went on a night out and had too much fun. I, I was irresponsible. I was irresponsible, so never do it. Yeah, I fell asleep. I just think it was my, my belt digging into me. And whatever way it did, it just... That's my excuse anyway. I cut off and then I was like, oops. 
I've never Embarrassing. done Embarrassing. I'm proud to say. <sighs> oh, don't, in your 47 years on this planet Earth, you've never done it. <sighs> I'm 31. It's coming to you. Maybe, by, be, um, maybe by the time I'm 47, I will be doing it for different reasons. Because <laughs> I can't control my bladder. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. It's, 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 you've got it all to look forward to. Exciting times ahead. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll see. If you've ever peed yourself as an adult, do let us know. 87 We'll get back to that list of uh, things that you're too tired to do. The things that you just make up excuses all the time that you couldn't be bothered doing right after Lewis Capaldi. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Just some of the receipts that have been doing around from the pubs for the last couple of days since they've reopened. Um, and this one came in from Keith. Keith, thanks for this. The one I was reading out there, we got sent in one. The total was about 400 and something euro. A staggering amount of money. Staggering Keith, amount of money, but, you know, 60 odd pints, you're going you're gonna to get that. Yeah, it was 66 pints of Guinness and 6 pints of uh, Heineken between 11 people. Madness. This one here now we sent in 42 pints of Guinness between 3 people. Like, <laughs> you'd wonder... Uh, you'd wonder if the the 105 minutes is kind of backfiring a little bit because people are panicking. People are kind of stupidly taking it as last orders. You know the kind of way last orders people are like, we better get one or two instead of just... Like if you went to the pub and you were allowed to spend three or four hours there, would people be racing through as many pints as possible? I mean, you'd hope not. But I can understand that I have been in a situation where they say last orders and I panic and I'll buy two glasses of wine instead of one. Yeah. You know, I've been there because obviously last orders, you're still allowed to stay till you finish your drink really. So in that regard, it's it's kind of okay. But I think the new time slots that we have in, in pubs now, yeah, you can't really do that. You know? But that's you what I mean. can't really... And I think what's happening in these, well, judging by these receipts, is people are going, let's try and cause as much havoc as we can <laughs> in the two hours. Yeah. <clears throat> you know? So it's, uh, it's uh, That's only one or two, I suppose. That, these are only, like, the outliers. These aren't everyone. Um, the majority of people are just going for a bit of food and a couple of drinks and going, going home afterwards and taking it handy. Obviously, there's one or two people who are just ruining the fun for everyone. Yeah. Like, 42 by Thinking they have a second liver to just play with, you do not. Okay. And you've only got the one. So you've just only be got the one that'll wreck you. Um, now, thanks for sending that in. If you've any other, if come across any other ridiculous ones, uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, what else. But the the biggest one so far has been about four hundred. What was the exact one there from? Four hundred and sixty-five euros seventy for a table of I think it's eleven people, uh, and there was sixty seventy-two pints consumed, which is uh, uh, a lot. A Always lot, drink yeah. responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like this. Lads, as a bartender, no matter how long they get, they're still greedy feckers. <laughs> oh, you call them greedy or win. they're trying to help the situation. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's always the way, isn't it? 
and I've worked in bars for years and it's it's just you're exhausted after doing like a 14 hour shift on your feet all day and you just look out to the sea of tables that are just covered with glasses and messes and oh, soggy beer mats and disgustingness and you have to go clean that up and people just won't move and they're like you're just crying you're like, lads please just move go please, home yeah. uh, I had the worst example I had the rudest customer I ever had was a real I was working at a function for you know these people who have fancy uh, classic car clubs and they might have classic car uh, shows in small little towns and stuff oh yeah like a motor club whatever it is I won't mention which one it was but uh, I was working at a big function for this motor club and there was all these fancy people this older people who obviously had a bit of money because they have all these classic Jaguars and classic Mercedes and came back to the function, function room afterwards to have their speeches and I always thought not always but like sometimes I think rich people can be incredibly rude and they've been incredibly ignorant and that they were rude for the entire evening just thinking that they're better than you and they look down on you and they look down on service staff and they just Ugh. so we had electric shutters on the bar that were coming down for like the last hour and we're in the function room and obviously the lights were flashed they were doing a lot of table service and uh, the, the shutters were coming down and we were done all the lights were off and we were done the shutters were halfway down while we were getting obviously the glasses in under the table and this guy comes up and he's like can I have another Guinness there please yeah 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 and he had a fancy blazer on and one of those cravat kind of things and you just an absolute Absolutely yeah. toss it, right? I think when they're wearing <laughs> that, you're like, you know us. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was just nice to him. I was like, oh, sorry, man, we're actually closed. Um, sorry about that. And he kind of didn't think I was serious. He's like, oh, go on. No, no, he just gives another one there. And uh, I kind of walked off thinking that, I just didn't make anything of it and came back to him. was like, sorry, are you going to get me that point? And I was like, we're, we're closed. Like, we've been closed a good half hour. And he just went insane. Like, started screaming at me. And I was just there looking at him, kind of going, like, you're being a bit of a douche now. So you can just yeah. hop on and go home. Oh, see, that's really awkward because putting you into a situation where you're about to flip a table. Yeah, I know, you're, yeah. You're, but you're getting angrier and angrier and he is not backing down and you're trying to be as polite as possible, but you just can't. Uh, yeah, I just went to the little buzzer and I just hit the buzz <laughs> button and the thing came down and he was screaming his head underneath it oh, as it was lowering. No. Oh, my God. And I was like, I d- didn't care. I was like, here, good How luck. satisfying. <laughs> oh, yeah, brilliant. Like, see you, bye. I was like, oh, do you want a pint? Do you want a pint? Yeah, no, see you, bye. bye, bye, bye. See, I've um, never worked in a bar, so I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, it's usually it's usually grand. It's just at the end of the night when people have had a few a few too many and they won't leave and you're like, please just go away. Yeah. I just want to go home. So I know what you're saying. And that comes in from I think is that Amy? Uh it is Amy. Thanks for that. Yeah, working the bars. The uh if we give them an hour and a half, yeah, that'll still be as much trouble as they had for. Um Oh look at this. I had a regular trying to call my boss at around twelve fifty on a Sunday night because I wouldn't give him another round. Last tortoise is eleven, and they got a late drink. Oh, like that! That's when they start taking the piss now. They're like, they're like bold children. You're like, come on now, you know, take yeah. an inch, and, or give them an inch to take a mile. Now that's happened to me before, where um, I stayed very late in a certain place, and I think it was four o'clock in the morning, and I thought it was only eleven, and uh, in my head, and they told us, you know, it's time to leave. I thought they were just turning off the music, telling us to leave because they just yeah. didn't like us. So I was having a big argument saying this is ridiculous and I'm going to go online. This was years ago. And yeah. it wasn't until someone was like, the birds are singing now. Come on. It's time, it's time to leave. Yeah, yeah. I got a bit too excited and I could have kept partying on. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I feel sorry for any bar staff, to be honest, dealing with, especially now, dealing with people that um, are used to staying in a bar all day long. And now suddenly yeah. they're being told, it's time to go. Yeah, and I wonder how... I wonder how the regulars 
You know the, the owl lads who go to the bar and just sit there for yeah. the whole day? They don't get hammered. They just read the newspaper and they have a couple of quiet, relaxed drinks. Like, are they coming back? What's the story with them? And are, are they... I'd say there's a couple of... Uh, there has to be a couple of uh, bars that are, like, letting them in the back room and saying nothing. There has to be a few of them around the place. Oh, I'd like, say they're not going to be causing It's like, go on. Place has been... Like, the guys have been drinking in the same seat for the last 40 years, whatever. But, uh, Amy, I feel your pain. Thanks for those messages in anyway. Um, speaking... Well, we'll move on now to uh, things that you apparently make up excuses for that you just don't have any time for. A list of the 10 yeah. most common things that you've just said. You know what? I, oh, I don't have time for it. Like, you clearly do. Let's just be honest. You just don't care. Um, what are some of the ones, the, the kind of most popular things that we say we don't have time for? Do you know what? I actually probably take off most of the list this Excellent. list. And I think, you know, our working hours are pretty okay because it gives us a lot of the day to do stuff. And I still don't seem to be able to find time to do anything. <laughs> Uh, so usually that's my excuse for pretty much 95% of things. Now, if I was to get my hair and nails done, absolutely I'll make time for that. Oh, so God, yeah. number number 10 is watching movies. And I think I've said this to you a few times. I just don't have time. I don't have time to sit down and usually watching a Netflix series. I don't have time to get into one. Of course you do. Who who like, are you telling the, this to? I feel really bad. Like if you're saying I don't have time to watch a movie, that's horrible because movies aren't annoying. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, movies for me, not so much. But Netflix series, someone was like, can right, you watch okay. this series with me? You know, they might be at home. And I'm like, no, I can't. I don't have time to dedicate, you know, my life to this series. So uh, a lot of people apparently say that that's in 10th place. Now, this study was done with 60,000 people. So 10th place is watching movies. Okay. okay Ninth, yeah. which is pretty funny um, because I think a lot of people... We'll say this: cleaning your house. I don't have. To, I don't have time. Now, honestly, if you were to take out your phone and time, maybe hoovering, and you know, you, you can even use those dead all wipes, wipe down stuff. Yeah. You don't need to be scrubbing. Would it really take you that long? I think the, the worst thing about cleaning is I don't know. It's the idea in your head because oh, for God's sake, just have. Yeah. Annoying, but yeah, you could do it in 10 minutes. You could do over the entire house in 10 minutes, no problem. You could actually fly around. Just the effort. Maybe it's not the time we care about. We're like, I just... Remember chatting to that guy recently about the excuses? I just don't exactly. have the energy to clean I just right now. The energy, it's a very good one. Now, in eighth, <laughs> catching up with friends. I do this all the time. 
You all must the hate time. your friends. But I don't hate my you friends. Must hate I just Tara and Olivia and Dan and everyone. <gasps> I've actually seen a lot of all of them, but for my my school friends, I just they want to meet at times that I just don't want to meet them. Yeah. And I feel I can't. So, you know, usually they've texted me at 8am when they're on their way to work or working yeah. from home and I'm not awake till one o'clock and then I need to, you know, get dressed and sit on the couch for three hours doing nothing and then try and working. Mm. So I can never uh, <laughs> find time. But they always say that. They're like, hang on a second, you don't work till four o'clock. What, what's, what's your deal? So um, that is in there at eight. Now this one... I have said this a million times as well. Cooking from scratch. Who has the time to cook a dinner from scratch? <laughs> Who? Come on now, Sushi. You have to be making proper meals now, otherwise you'll get all fat and unhealthy. Like, is that not the biggest waste of time? Like, anyone no. who cooks dinner every single day, and I mean from scratch, like, I remember, obviously I'm one of five kids, my mum peeling enough potatoes for seven people every single day. <sighs> Like, is that not... When she looks back, is she going to remember how good those dinners were? No, she's not. Are we? No. Okay, so if you're a mother of five kids, let them starve to death, is what no. Sir, she's saying to you this evening. Stick on some and chicken nuggets and, and, and chips. Go, ah, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't feed them because I hated them all anyway. There's no need to peel potatoes from scratch and then put them on in, in a big pot and then mash them three hours later. No, it's such a waste of time. Convenience all the way. So you should be thankful um, yeah. now that your mother fed you a decent meal. She didn't really though. She used to buy cooked chicken and give us potatoes. That's hardly a great meal. <laughs> She's probably listening now, going, "Hang on a second. So that's cooking from scratch. Is in at seventh, sixth is tidying the garden. Now you're a fan of your garden, aren't you? Hate gardening. One, you're I have no idea what I'm doing. Cutting the grass, no. Uh, that's just out of spite, Saoirse. Well, at least you're so doing it. So the father-in-law it. doesn't have to come up and make a show of me. It's done. Oh, right, okay. All right, it's done. I've done it. Go away. Yeah. See, I don't have a garden, so I don't have to worry about that. But that apparently comes in in sixth. In fifth, sorting out old belongings. I cannot deal. So in my attic right now, that's where I'm broadcasting from, I have, I'd say, about 25 black bags that need to go in a skip. Now, someone told me a genius idea that if I just brought them down to the green bin, maybe two every week... For the next few weeks, I'd get rid of yeah. all of them. I don't need a skip. But the effort of doing it, I don't have time. Uh, speaking, just going back onto the one for the garden there, you reminded me, my, my mates lived in, uh, they all moved out for the first time, so about five of them were in this one house, and they all were meant to take turns doing the grass out the back, so like, they do it every so often. But one of the lads just left it for months. I'm talking for months. And none of the other lads would, would do it. They'd be like, no, no, no. Like, everyone else did it. It's uh, this lad's turn to do it now and he never did it for months and when I say the grass was like a good three foot high there was massive nettles it was literally a jungle out the back garden and it was such it was one it was hilarious actually but it took him it was well you know harder to try and cut the grass he had to get one of those strimmer things and then he had to hold the lawnmower up as he was hovering it over the grass to try and cut it down because it was so high ridiculous now maybe he didn't know how to do it he like, did just he was lazy just because he's a guy does not mean he knows how to cut the grass. I mean, if someone gave me a lawnmower now, I wouldn't have a clue how to use it. Listen, if you can use a phone, you can use a lawnmower. They're far easier to use. Just press the button, pull the thing, job done. Like it wasn't a petrol one, it was an electric one. Maybe he just didn't like cutting the grass. Maybe he had hay fever. <laughs> you don't Maybe know, someone did, might be too embarrassed to tell you. He should have sat you down one day, heart to heart, saying, lads, well, not you, but the, the guys 
I have hay fever and I find this extremely uncomfortable that you're making me do this task and I'm not doing it. I just it. feel it's very triggering and, um, yeah. you know, I just feel oppressed by the demands that you're placing on me to cut the grass. Exactly. There's no need to sit in silence. Well, he You'd could. Get away he did exactly what I would now. do. You'd get away with it in 2020. You would, yeah, and they couldn't even laugh at him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. In number fourth place, spending time with family. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never have time to see my mother. I don't. Oh, God. It's tragic. I haven't seen her in a month now. Just don't have time. She's which is bad, which is bad. I'd say, I'd say you'd regret that one now in the end. Like, if she, if she died tomorrow, you'd probably be Stop upset. it. You're not allowed to say that. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know, you, you never know what could happen tomorrow. But no, in fairness, she she's like me. She likes her own space. Oh, that's what you're saying to we justify like, it. All right, no, No, fine. we like our own space, the two oh, of us. Really, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm sure we're, you do. We're very, we're very independent women. But no, I actually haven't seen her in, in that long. And uh, yeah, we wouldn't even talk regularly either. But I've said that to her before, you know, and she'd say, oh, have you been keeping in touch with your sisters? And I'd say, oh, I don't have time. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening. Cormac Fisher on uh, Room 104 about to wrap up let us know what you think uh, we're just talking about things that you say you do not have time for what are the things that you say you just don't have time for we've had cleaning the house clearing out the stuff up in the attic what were the other ones cooking a meal cooking a, a meal from scratch every evening that's another one where we're like I just don't have the time your favourite one tidying the garden Oh yeah, doing the old garden. Yeah, just I just mm. where did the time go? It's so mad though, isn't it? It's just it's it's literally just you saying I I just don't want, just don't want to do that. Yeah, that's all it is. All of these are um, in third place. By the way, getting outdoors. So going for a walk or yeah. doing anything outdoorsy. Don't have time. Just enough time. No, sorry no. about you. Sorry about that. Um, my favorite one as well. I don't think I've ever read a full book. Reading. Oh, have you not? No, I'm not a reader at all. I'm terrible like that. Um, I wish I was. I get bored very easily. I don't have very good concentration. I'd much rather watch a film. Or Maybe you're I just would... reading boring books? I, I'd rather listen to an audio book. I like to visualise stuff and I can't when I'm reading. Why not? I just can't. It puts me to sleep. If I was to read a book at any time during the day, I'd fall asleep. It yeah. makes my eyes tired and a lot of times I'll have to read back over what I've read because it's not going in. I know, you've, so, you've read two um, pages, you're like, I've no idea what's going on, I'm just looking at words, I'm not reading. Yeah, like the only book I would pick up and read is like a, a biography of someone. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I have no interest in the book. And it's funny, because my mom used to always say, oh, you know, I'm going to read to my kids, I'm going to bring them to the library, and, you know, I always remember her kind of forcing us into these book club things and stuff, yeah. hoping we'd read None of us read. So. Mm, mm, mm. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Make your kids read. Yeah. Because I was could terrible we, at English in school then. We do a hell of a lot. Yeah, we could do it a bit more. Reading. Reading books as yes, opposed to posts online. Cool. What else do we have? Uh, so number one, any ideas? It's I mean, probably it's exercise, obvious one. Is it? it is exercising, yeah. So the top one out of ten things that people say they do not have time for is exercise. Yeah. It is, you isn't can it? Do it's such it. an easy one. Literally, if you're sitting on a couch, <laughs> you could just get up off the couch, literally stay like one metre away from it and start doing squats. And that's your exercise. It's but you just don't have time. 
you, you just don't have to swear would you get the time now you've got to <clears throat> and now that things are back open you've got to get your hair done your nails done you've got to get your Ronnie done I mean all of these important things which you're going to take priority over but you've no time or for my exercise. friend she said oh the, the gyms are back open but I don't have any new gym gear <laughs> so suddenly you need to buy new gym gear or you can't go well there you go yeah important you know, so she, important. she hasn't actually got them delivered yet so she's ordered stuff online she can't go yet mm. you gotta look well when you're going to exercise that's it. That's it now. You can't be uh, can't be showing yourself up. You've got to work out and lose some weight before you can go back to the gym. Otherwise, you'll be just yeah. like so embarrassed. You'll be like, oh, God. I wonder if people are taking, doing that. You can't be taking a selfie in your Penny's regular clothes. You need to be uh, wearing your Victoria's Secret tracksuit <laughs> and your lovely Adidas. With some Lululemon, maybe. Tank top. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Got to get it on, right? Um, oh, cool. sad times. That is uh, pretty much it for us this evening. Jim Jim and I'll be back tomorrow morning from 6. Uh, they had another winner. Another winner on um, Instagram this morning as well. So I, I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're maybe they're just keen on burning a bit of cash on the strawberry alarm clock. But tune in tomorrow morning. They play Instagram from about 8.20 past 8. If you're up and heading back into the office, uh, do tune in. The first question of the morning will be put up on Instagram as well. So you can get yourself a, a little head start. So uh, that'll be happening tomorrow morning. We'll be back from nine o'clock and as always Ihua. Ihua and we'll leave you with Martin Jensen this is solo dance. Cheers for tuning in this evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow from nine. <laughs> FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.